Told y'all this was a movement. Taking up all our ways. You dig? Banked out. Banked out. Banked out. Banked out. Banked out. East to west, we getting banked out. North to south, we getting banked out. Worldwide, we getting banked out. One time for the team that's gon' hustle for the cream. All we know is grind till the dough come. This the bait that radio show. We controlling the globe and we second to no one. Every time we emerge, we putting that work in. Bait that do it for the culture. Putting on for the city that's 24-7. And we show we love like we supposed to. And we keep making moves by coastal. Another suckers didn't believe, but I told you. Bait that about to be your household name. And bait that mean when you pop more chains. You don't even know just how I really get. You're rocking with the best, so tuned in when you better be. Plus, you're getting fancy like Nancy on every single day of the week. And chopping game like a Cherokee. Ballin' like Odell, tryna step more mill Networking every way is about to be a movie Gotta go be, this the only way to do it This a conglomerate, we getting to it Plus we got heat for the streets while you puffin' on the cook shop leaf Riding out on the interstate, we got Indies and majors We international players, all about getting paid Make sure to tune in and tap in with the movement Cause it's about to go down, shout out Discover This Captain of the Mothership, if you ain't know that you know now We about to get Y'all, we're tuned in for another episode of Bank Dot Radio Show. Uh, so if you got any questions, comments during this live, drop them in the thing and I'll try to get to them as much and best as I can. But we have another special guest for y'all. We have Miss Kita Christian, who is the owner and founder of Made by Kita. Thank you, ma'am, for coming through. Thank you for having me. Uh, shout out to Wendy for the referral. Yes, <laughs> big shout out. <laughs> Whitney's sitting there plugging people, so if y'all don't know that Whitney be uh, working with uh, Baked Out Marketing, so if anybody out there, y'all need some marketing, some advertising, things of the nature, you can use Baked Out Radio Show or Baked Out Marketing to do that. And then also, for everybody out there in the Macon um, area, if you need mental health services, uh, especially if you're in the uh, targeted zones that we're doing, you can call the office number of 478-741-1268. They get scheduled to see an eight therapist for free, or you can go on to makingmentalhealthmatters.com to be able to get those services as well. Uh, but, uh, Ms. Keita, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. I can't complain. Um, and uh, just to let y'all know, y'all got to be um, on time to be on time as early. Ms. <laughs> <laughs> Keita, she was on time today. <laughs> but... Excuse me. Uh, my craziest platform to be able to highlight a lot of different businesses, um, artists as well, and people just doing positive things, community. And um, I reached out. I told Whitney, like, hey, man, I'm trying to give me some new, you know, interviews and people who haven't, you know, who are doing great things. And she told me about you. So I went online and saw that you do. Uh, you're concentrated in bakery or bake baked goods. That's right? true. Um, so how long have you been uh, baking? In, oh. Well, baking and what inspired you to start a business? Um, I was, to be honest, I was tired of my job. Okay. I was very much so tired of my job. Mm-hmm. I think it it just had come to an end. Mm-hmm. It wasn't so much 
the kids. I think it was sometimes it can just be adults. Yeah. So it was just time for me to do something different. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't really so much scared about creating my own business because this is not my only business. Yeah. And a lot of people don't know it, but um, baking was always in me. Um, mm-hmm. I guess through family, okay. especially like through my aunt. She just passed. I aunt. Um, so it's it's just always been in me. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually glad I made the move. So I how think long it was the best thing I have did. you been doing the official business since 2019? Okay, so mm-hmm. was it the early part of 2019? It was. So you started in 2019, started building up your clientele, and then COVID hit. Yes. So what was that transition like? COVID was not bad for me at all. Oh, really? It was not bad for me at all. I was busy. I don't know if people was just in the house and they just needed something sweet. Mm-hmm. But COVID was um, actually a busy time for me. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, I've seen that effect because it, it did the same thing for the cook shop. Like, because of the, you know, the some of the teas that we have with, like, elderberry and things of that nature, things that help boost yeah. your immune system and with it being that type of disease and stuff. Um, people like really was ordering and ordering mm-hmm. like okay COVID wasn't bad for us yeah. but for a lot of other businesses it was you know yeah it took uh, a nice hit it took a nice hit my counseling business we took a nice little hit on that um, but you was able to uh, navigate through that so when you first started was it um, did you just put it out there was it word of mouth were you doing like pop ups and stuff like that or like how did you really push it when I first started, to be honest, my daughter's birthday was coming up. Okay. And so she wanted this dinner. I did it for her. And I said, mm-hmm. okay, well, I'm going to do your little treat table. Mm-hmm. So I did it. One of my former students' mother, she mm-hmm. saw it. And she was like, I want you to do treats for my baby. Okay. And I was like, wait a minute, you know. But I knew her and everything. So I yeah. did it. And... It, it took off from there, but I knew then, uh, go ahead, Kita, get your license. Yeah. I wanted to make sure I had yeah. my license. I didn't want it to just be, oh, she she bakes from home. I mm-hmm. wanted to have my license. I wanted to make it a legit business. So that's what I just jumped out there and went on and did. So what did you start with as far as the goods? You know, did you focus on cupcakes? Was it something else or? When I first started, I started just like Oreos, strawberries, okay. um, Rice Krispie treats. What do you do with Oreos? Um, chocolate covered Oreos. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Chocolate covered Oreos. And that's how I first started out okay. in popcorn. So I just kind of kept it simple mm, yeah i always had said i was never gonna do candy apples i was like i'm mm. not doing no candy apples <laughs> <laughs> and now it's like yeah i see that instagram the instagram popping yeah, <laughs> i saw no candy apples it's, it's a big thing now so so what's been like the most difficult uh thing to do and turn it into a dessert or what was the most challenging one for you um you, you have some fantastic pictures by the way can i get a use a couple of them to just show everybody uh, yeah, this, this is like you really step in. Uh, like this should be a standard look. Y'all look at this. This is a high definition picture. Y'all can probably even see it through um, the live. So if people can't see things in person. Phenomenal. Look at this. These are the strawberries. Those are strawberries. With the falcons. <laughs> look at this. <laughs> Putting in work. 
But I think the most difficult thing for me starting out, it was the candy apples. Oh, these are popcorn, multicolored popcorn. That's dope. Mm -hmm. Look at that. Have the logo in there and everything. Y'all gotta step y'all game up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, bottles? They're Rice Krispie Treats. These are Rice Krispie Treats? Those are Rice Krispie Treats. Rice Krispie Treats. Y'all see this? <laughs> what are you talking about? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. Oh, wow. So, uh, I'm sorry, go, go ahead and finish. <laughs> I'm just like in awe of all of this. Look at that, those candy apples. I'm like, you see reflection off of that. Well, you know that thing coated right. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah, so, the, uh, you started with the with the basic um, treats. Just basic and treats. And then you started to expand because of people kept asking? Yeah, I just started expanding. My husband was like, just go on and do it, Kitty, you can do it. Just yeah. just do it. And I just started doing it. So uh, what's been like, I guess the best treat or what sells the most? The strawberry crunch apples okay. and the made by Kitty Cookies. It's a made by, by Kitty cookie, and cookies. you have not had a cookie until you had a cookie. Oh, what's special about the cookie? Oh, um, is it a sugar cookie or is it a? It's a chocolate chip cookie. It's milk okay. chocolate and white chocolate. It's very soft. Mm -hmm. um, I love soft chewy cookies, and it is. It is delicious. It's my number one seller with strawberry crunch apples. It's definitely the sauce. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I, I, I created the sauce the myself. Sauce. <laughs> so, and that that dessert right there actually was mm -hmm. not planned. No, so um, one of those, uh, happy I was doing a pop up shop and I said, you know what, I want something new. Mm -hmm. I knew the crunch apples was a trend, but I said it needed a sauce. Mm -hmm. And I came up with my own dipping sauce. That's what's up. So do you normally do like a lot of pop-ups or? Before COVID, I mm -hmm. was doing a good bit of pop-up shops. Mm -hmm. um, when COVID hit, you know, certain yeah. things that kind of slowed down. Yeah. Um, now I am about to transition back to them. Okay. Um, I'm also about to start my aunt passed. My aunt mm -hmm. Diane used to work with Grant's Pastry. Uh, and I used to go to Grant's all the time. My yes. wife told me about Grant's yes. when I first came to Macon. Yes. And I used to go downtown all the time and get their cookies and stuff. Mm -hmm. And they, they were the pedophores. And so when she I didn't passed, even know what pedophores were until really? I was in, yeah. Like, I literally had no idea what they were until I was like, man, what the hell are these other things? <laughs> she passed she me in um, September. Oh, I'm sorry um, to hear. The 17th, which it was difficult. Mm -hmm. It's still difficult, but. Um, now it's just made me where my next move is mm -hmm. totally dedicated to her. This was her. So she left me all of her stuff, all mm -hmm. of her recipes. So I am going to, I've actually, I want to say I've been out, but I've been doing people that were already booked, mm -hmm. but I haven't been doing, taking any new orders. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's a lot of just getting things back organized, mentally getting back on track, mm -hmm. um, and getting prepared to start selling a lot of the things that she did as mm -hmm. well. Yeah. So my next move is totally dedicated. To That's her. what's up. So you're gonna solidify her legacy. Yes. That's what's up. I, I yes. like that because now it's it's not just about the money. It's about the purpose. It's the yeah. why. Yeah. And I think a lot of people don't get to find 
they don't really define their why, why they're doing something. Um, <clears throat> so what was one of the things that you've learned um, with the banking industry? Because you got, you know, another business, but, you know, all businesses don't function the same in every industry. They don't. So what was it, there's something that surprised you about the banking industry that you didn't like really know? I didn't know so much money could be made from it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah, 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 yeah. that's a good thing. Yeah, it is. Um, but it's so many people doing it. It's a uh, good business to network in mm-hmm. when you network with the right people. Yes. Um, one thing I did find out is when I first started, mm-hmm. I also have a cousin. She's candid by Trisha. Okay. And a lot of people wouldn't tell me nothing. And mm-hmm. that was the person yeah. who said, Kita, this, 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 this. Mm-hmm. And my aunt always was there. But mm-hmm. a lot of people don't, aren't willing to help. And mm-hmm. you can be in the same business, the mm-hmm. same line of work. Mm-hmm. And I guess my whole thing with it is, it's enough money out here for everybody. Yeah. So what's, what's the problem? They don't want you to shine more than them. Yeah. Yeah, that's why that's a that, like when you're in the same industry and you don't want to have an advocate in that industry because everybody pushes the industry forward, right? Mm-hmm. Working together in unison, and then there's a lot to uh, learn. There's a lot to be done. There's a lot of like strategic partnerships that you can do. Like I don't understand why people don't partner up. Um, I'm always partnering with different people and doing different things, but it's different industries. I would even partner other people. With, uh, actually, I've partnered with other platforms mm-hmm. to uh, where we swap guests. Yeah. You can go on somebody else's platform. You come right here, too, and vice versa. And I send people to other people's platforms. <laughs> I think when people realize that's but, how you really strive and that's how you really get blessed and that's mm-hmm. how you stay relevant, mm-hmm. I think more people will kind of understand that concept mm-hmm. of not being so selfish. Yeah. I don't believe you have to tell all your secrets. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't tell me your total recipe for something that's got you standing out and I wouldn't expect you to. Yeah. I always feel like people should read and research. Mm-hmm. I think that is so important. I mm-hmm. don't care what your business is. Mm-hmm. You gotta read. You gotta research. Mm-hmm. And for people to say they got a business, you got to really do it as a business. Mm-hmm. You got to be professional. Yes. You got to be on time. Yes. You know, uh, I Peggy, tell people. I'm sorry. You got people uh, commenting. Whitney said those cookies are good. Peggy said uh, absolute uh, treat, absolute treats hand down the best cookies ever. <laughs> best treats. So, yeah. You, you, <laughs> but they, um, I think people have to realize I did more networking out of making, mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't know that. Yeah. I did more events out of making, mm-hmm. and it's like now mm-hmm. I'm doing a whole lot more in making. Mm-hmm. But just starting, mm-hmm. oh, it was hard. Yeah. It was it was days I felt like just saying forget it, and mm-hmm. I wanted to cry. Yeah. But I had people behind me telling me, "No, nah, you you don't give up." Yeah. And I think that's my thing to new entrepreneurs that's coming out. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm so big on tagging people, mm-hmm. sharing their work, mm-hmm. putting their name out there, because it's so many. It's mm-hmm. so many young entrepreneurs, whether they're selling hair. Mm-hmm. Whether they're selling clothes, t-shirts, I got about probably six people I know personally, and they all sell the same name. But I mm-hmm. share 
it, every last one of them. Yeah. It don't mean they can't get money too. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I don't, I don't know. I think a lot of young entrepreneurs that want to really jump into this and be successful with this, they feel like once they do blossom, they're getting a lot of hate. Mm-hmm. I think it come with the territory. It does. Like, I was just going to say that come with the territory. I've experienced that. I'm like, you know, I started my first business in 2005. So <laughs> I'm accustomed to, you know, having to move a business and how, you know, how to scale it or whatever, regardless of the industry. Because, you know, some of the principles, you know, apply and it's the same. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but I tell people, don't take the hate personally. You can't. Because mm-hmm. what it is, and this is just a theory, it's not scientifically proven or nothing like that. But I think when we set goals as entrepreneurs and business owners and we go out there and we strive for those goals, our inner circle network, they have goals that they want to strive for, but they're not moving. Mm-hmm. So when they see us moving, we act as mirrors. So they're looking at themselves and not seeing progress. So then they start to, you know, hate or whatever. Yeah. And you know, do the things that they do or whatever. But it's not—it's not personal. It's just that's a self-reflection, and they won't admit that to themselves. No, a lot of people aren't gonna admit it. But I tell people <laughs> one thing: I do know, mm-hmm. no matter how slow it is with your business, mm-hmm. or if today it feel like you got customers and tomorrow it feel like you have nobody, stay consistent. Mm-hmm. Don't give up. Yeah, like that's the best advice I can give anybody. Yeah, you have to stay consistent. You're gonna have days you might not do nothing, mm-hmm. but then you're gonna have that a month where you might be booked from the beginning to the end. Mm-hmm. You just, no matter what, you have to stay consistent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you definitely do. That's I tell people uh, that's uh, one of the keys all the time. So, uh, where's the furthest? Like, you do you make deliveries or? I have made deliveries um, right now. I don't because mm-hmm. it is a lot. And I think yeah. it's a lot for me because I do everything the day of. I got you. I will prep, but everything is really finished so the day really of. Fresh, fresh. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I, I just believe in it. Yeah. And so even with this, I got up this morning at 430. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So, you know, it's I just... Personally, I feel like it works for me. It might not work for everybody. Yeah. It works for me. Yeah. It's, it's my brand. My name is on it. Yes. So I got to give it my all. Exactly. And that's the thing. I can tell that you're passionate about what you do. I can tell even like, well, I went through your Instagram profile and I was like, man, this is just fire. And then I saw a whole lot of just product, 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 mm-hmm. product. It wasn't just, it wasn't you. It was product, 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 product. So you're building this business, you're building this brand mm-hmm. and you want people to recognize that and it doesn't have to be the person that, because uh, I think sometimes, you know, I've seen it where if we're too attached to the brand and then we do something personally that people don't like, they take it out on the business. Um, and I try to tell people, you know, you gotta like, you know, separate your business from your personal or whatever in some degree. Um, it doesn't have to be 100% separation, but there has to be something where it doesn't click over in the mind. So in the event that something like that happens, it won't necessarily tarnish the brand and the business. And it and it's funny you say that because some people this is actually the first time that they probably ever seen me. Mm. Some people this is probably gonna be the first time they say, Oh, that's her. Because mm-hmm. I never do. You can't go through my business page and mm-hmm. see pictures of me. Yeah. I think it's a very few and I think they came from tags. Um, of events that I might have set up, but mm-hmm. you you don't you don't see me. Yeah, 
Which is fine. It's about know? my brand. Exactly. It's, it's not about me. It's about people enjoying, like you said, the best mm-hmm. cookies ever. <laughs> like people are all here <laughs> sitting there saying best treats or whatever. So I'm definitely I'm gonna like okay, so this particular box, how mm-hmm. much is that? Well this this is just something I just did for here. Oh, okay. But um, I used to sell everything by the dozen. I do do a baker's dozen or a dozen dozen. Let me uh, sit down. Sorry, this is funny. I saw someone posted not too long ago that uh, someone bought something. And they said I wanted the dozen. They said I ordered a dozen, and the woman said I gave you twelve. <laughs> it was showing that somebody was selling like treats or whatever, but the customer was confused about what a dozen is. Mm-hmm. I thought it was hilarious. I was like, yeah, somebody oh. gotta go back to school. <laughs> I, I said, I ain't gonna do nothing. I actually experienced it. I had somebody go back and forth with me talking about I cheated them. Oh, wow. And I was like, a dozen is 12, baby. Yes. If you go in the store and get a dozen of eggs, you I can 12. guarantee you, you're only getting 12. Okay. So, so th- this is more of your uh, a sample box of what you can do. Yes. Okay. Yes. I do do trade boxes mm-hmm. and the prices just vary depending mm-hmm. on what's in them. Okay. Um, because most people want to switch it up. Mm-hmm. They might not want the pretzels in it, so that's fine. I try to, I mm-hmm. try to accommodate, um, but it's it's some work. <laughs> yeah, it's some work. So, <clears throat> give us an idea of like how long does it really make? Does it take to like prep, produce, package? Um, prime example: I had a treat table this weekend. Mm-hmm. I I actually had. To um, the first one I had, I was in the kitchen for over nine hours. Wow, that's a long time. Yeah, I don't think people realize it, and you know that's why I hate when people be like, "Oh, she too high." Mm-hmm. Oh, she too. Yeah, well, that was actually going to be my next question. Yeah, are people? Seeing the value in what you bring or whatever, because most people just look at the price and be like, "Wow, that's too high." I have, but you don't I understand have, what goes into getting that price. I have some customers they're fine with. It used to bother me when I first started, mm-hmm. and I think I really like did myself a disservice by yes. not charging what you're supposed to be yes. charging. Uh huh. Yes. Yeah, I, we we I, yeah. we do because we're thinking like the consumer, and like there's no blueprint, right? Mm-hmm. This I'm sure you was the first one to even start a baking business in your family, right? Yes. So there was no blueprint for you to model that after. Mm-hmm. There is no infrastructure. And people forget that. Like when you manufacture your goods, you also retail them. Mm-hmm. So some businesses, those are two totally different things. Mm-hmm. You got some businesses that just was strictly retail, one in manufacturing, some with manufacturing, one in retail. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're doing both and you're getting all this experience and people forget that. When you go through that, you're building an infrastructure like you know where to buy all your raw materials from mm-hmm. and to get it at the price point that you need to get it so you can make a profit and the time that it goes into it and then the techniques that it takes to be able to do all that stuff. Because I can tell you now, I can know I know how to make some cookies or whatever, but I can't do all this. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's fine. I'm comfortable with that. <laughs> so like I'll just go and hire people and be like, OK. What you charge, bam. And I don't argue with people with price because I don't want nobody arguing with me. Me either. I never um, have. But I never have. I, I don't care who you is mm-hmm. and what your service is that I get from you. Mm-hmm. When you give me your price, I give you your money. Yeah. I mean, that's just simple. And I think people need to kind of get away from that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I, 
can honestly say entrepreneurship is not for the weak. No, Some not. days it's not for the strong. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you're like, oh my God. Yeah, but you, like I said, you just have to be consistent. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you learn. It's not always going to be just perfect. Mm-hmm. We all going to fail at, yeah. at something when it comes to it. But you but just have failing, to be consistent. The, my, my definition of failing is not trying. Because, you know, I, I get what you're saying, mm-hmm. but that's my definition of failing. That's my own personal thing. Um, going through the motions or whatever, you're not hitting the goal that you wanted. So, you know, yeah. that's how I look at that. Um, so, yeah, so, like, okay, what would be, like, so this, this is half a dozen. Mm-hmm. What, what's, like, a price point for that? If I was to do a half a dozen, uh-huh. a half oh, a dozen. so you don't do half a dozen? I don't. Okay, so I use a them. dozen cupcakes. What's a it, dozen it? of cupcakes, like depending this, on this. the flavor. Well, these are meat. These are strawberry and pea lime. Okay. So this will be 45 Okay, for a dozen. Uh, for a dozen. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then what would a treat box like that cost? This particular treat box right here mm-hmm. will be 40 Okay. To me, that, I'm like, that don't seem bad to me. Mm-mm. Not at all. Mm-hmm. It actually seemed like a little underpriced. I would think that that's about sixty five right there. Um. And that's what people don't realize. Like even when I go out of town and do trainings, because mm-hmm. I always try to stay on top of stuff. Mm-hmm. I make sure I get the education I need behind mm-hmm. this. So even when I go out of town for training, it's people charging eighty five dollars for just plain strawberries, and I'm talking about just chocolate, just white. Mm-hmm. But when you factor it all in, that's why I tell people pricing is so tricky. You got to factor everything in. Mm-hmm. You can't price a cup of sugar. You got to price the whole bag. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot to pricing. That's mm-hmm. why I tell you, you got to read. You got to research. Mm-hmm. The economy is changing. Mm-hmm. We know going to the grocery store now, prices are totally different than what they were last year. Yeah. And then, uh, there was this thing where people, uh, uh, Peggy said, yes, it's worth every dollar. Um, mm-hmm. And then Jason says she makes awesome treats, love the turtle pretzels. That's what's up. Um, the, uh, the pricing or whatever the uh, economy and all that uh, what was it somebody posted like going to the grocery store now is more expensive than going to like a convenience store mm-hmm. uh, which I get you know what I'm yeah. saying because like COVID slowed down a lot people were trying to make their money back or whatever so over the next couple of years people are going to increase their prices yeah. and this also has a, another theory of mine to deal with like the hiring situation in the labor force so if companies are attracting or wanting to attract a labor force and they're posting that they're hiring and paying like $20, $30 an hour or whatever to do a job that normally was a minimum wage job, but they're not getting uh, the response, but they're still hiking up their prices. To me, it sounds like they're doing like a, a, a corporate, um, it's like a, a finesse or whatever. They're saying that they're hiring. Mm-hmm. They're not getting the people to respond or whatever, but they're still jacking up the prices because in the back of their heads, they push to the consumer that, hey, we're still dealing with the same demand or more demand with the shorter staff. Mm-hmm. So we're paying like more overtime and blah, 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 and all that stuff, whatever. Um, and I'm like, corporate corporations do that all the time. They finesse with pricing. Yeah. Um, I'm like, cause as you start to manufacture your own stuff, whatever, you really see like, okay, this doesn't cost this amount of money. Mm-hmm. And they like, they go overboard. Mm-hmm. It's one thing, prices for your cost of goods sold, your COGS, and then adding in your taxes and your labor, and payroll and all that stuff and insurance and all that or whatever but then going like way above that yeah to set the price i'm like come on i think i would just i would love for people to treat 
small businesses yes the same as they do a corporation yeah but small businesses also got the function with a mindset of, of a, a corporation. corporation yes you can't tell somebody you're gonna have their stuff ready at eight and you ain't available to 12. You don't show up to 12. Because mm-hmm. if dealers got a sign on their door saying they open at 6, their door is going to be open at 6. Mm-hmm. They got somebody there at 5 and yeah. 4 and 30 so working like, on setting up dope or I think with it, a lot of businesses taking hits. I mm-hmm. get it. But at the same time, you got to be consistent. You got to be professional. Mm-hmm. You got to put in the work. Yes. You definitely got to put in the work. And that's a lot of work. You work harder with your own business than you do clocking in, mm-hmm. working for somebody else. Yeah, you do. Um, they say, uh, uh, I don't know if you watch like Short Take and stuff like that, but Lori has said one time, entrepreneurship is the only thing that where people will work 80 hours to get away from 40. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, that is true. Entrepreneurs, we put in a lot of hours. Okay. But when you transition that, to okay you build up this clientele you build mm-hmm. up these practices then you start getting your time back because mm-hmm. um, you've been more successful whatever and then you're getting the benefits and the yeah. rewards of all that hard work yeah. there's some people out there who don't want, don't want to put in that hard work no they like they want it or whatever and i'm sure i'm sure you experience this too where like i get sick of some of these people <laughs> like i'll be wanting to call them out you're going do it today you're gonna do it today it's so much need to be said about running up with running these businesses and yeah. tearing down certain businesses. Uh-huh. And, you know, you people know. get in their cliques. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh um, my God, making is so cliquish. Yes, very. Like, I don't. Um, I I'm don't not from Macon. I'm from Nashville, Tennessee. I went to school at Fort Valley. My wife is from Macon. Um, but what I've been, I'm a, uh, like I like the way that my wife says it. She likes to be the conflict in the room. The mm-hmm. uh, so I'm like I'm a disruptor. I love disrupting. I get a joy out of that. I love breaking up clicks. Mm-hmm. I do that purposely too. People don't realize it, but I do um, because I don't see the need for it. Like I we all know. can benefit from one another. Everybody we all can share can. each information. I hate we all can people, do business with one another. But people do, especially in this city, and I don't understand. They love to compare. Well, she's trying to be like such and such. Why? Why? Because she can bake, too? Because she sell hair, too? Mm-hmm. Like, I hate when I see people saying, well, uh, her quality of hair ain't nothing. You need to use her. Uh, we been going, that, that my friend. No. No, that's not what we do. I have plenty of friends. A lot of them do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Sabrina Ford, um, she sells clothing. Mm-hmm. Plus size clothing. I think I've heard her. Mm-hmm. B Sky Clothing. Okay. D Thorpe. She sells clothing. Mm-hmm. Plus size clothing. Mm-hmm. Okay. They both do it. Mm-hmm. I can buy from both. Exactly. And then, like, people don't realize, like, okay. I'm not comparing them. Witness is so true. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't get it. There's a hundred. She and another business similar. Uh-huh. Tennis shoes. That's a lot of people. Yeah. We, we have a hundred and what? 25,000 people in Bib, making Bibb County alone. That's a lot of people. A lot. Just think if you had 10,000 customers. You know what I'm saying? You'd be like, oh my God, I can't take no more. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because that 10,000, I'm like, you get an easy meal off of 10,000. But you can refer out. Mm-hmm. And exactly. I've done that. I've referred people to people that I don't even, I don't even, I have never even personally had a conversation with. Mm-hmm. But I gave them a referral. Mm-hmm. 
I've shared their things. Mm -hmm. Even if I did an event and they were at an event too, I'll still tag their name. Yeah. That's just me. I'm not going to take credit for something that I didn't do. Okay. I'm going to give you your props. Exactly. I just, I don't, it's, it's something about this city. It's, it's, it's not just the city, though. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's us as a community. Yeah. Um, but, but we're not used to having stuff. You know what I'm saying? You think that's what it is? I, I, think, I think that's what it boils down to. We're not used to having things, so we don't know what to do with it when we have it because we haven't been taught. Like there is no like when I started my first business, any of my business, there's nobody doing music or whatever who could teach me how to do music. There's nobody teaching me how to do a radio station. There's nobody teaching me how to do marketing. There's nobody teaching me how to run a counseling business. There's nobody teaching me how to do a hip business. So we don't have anything to draw from. And then when you do find people, it's either one or two ways. They charge in a way, way more for what uh, they're just basically trying to cap on people. Mm -hmm. um, so they try to charge you like hundreds to thousands of dollars just to meet with them for like 30 minutes or an hour mm -hmm. and you're not going to get much information that which you can go and research. Mm -hmm. They're not going to give you the pit stops. Mm -hmm. They're not going to tell you mm -hmm. the pitfalls or whatever. Mm -hmm. They're not going to tell you like mm -hmm. when I tell people like I'll give you one example. I do a lot of business consultations where I set up people. Not only I consult people's business but I also can do the paperwork for them. Okay. So I can do their ISC, the LLC, whatever the case may be. I follow with the stake at the EIN. I also teach them how to get their DUNS number, and I can teach them how to do business credit. I'm okay. like, ain't nobody else got like a $40,000 loan from Amazon, uh, no, PayPal, um, two years ago, whatever, and paid it off. Okay. That was straight business. Mm -hmm. That wasn't personal, that was business. Mm -hmm. um, and then also getting financing through Square. People don't even realize Square is a merchant processor and also a finance company. Okay. So if you're processing through Square, they're going to start sending you uh, loan um, that you qualify for. And you'll get the money within like two business days. Okay. They'll pay it back through the transactions that you do. Okay. That's re re reported on your credit history through the business as great payment histories. Other financial institutions will then see that information and start sending you loan offers in the mail mm -hmm. um, but don't nobody like tell them all these steps that you can do mm -hmm. or like okay when you get your business go open up your business bank account because especially with like parts of all this COVID if people would have had just on paper and putting money into the business bank account and doing withdrawals or whatever you would have qualified for all these different loans uh, you were to qualify for the PPP. You were to qualify for the natural disaster, uh, the uh, what is it, the NIDL or whatever it is. That's like 96% of making. Mm -hmm. This city falls in a geographical area, from, according to the feds, of it being impoverished. 30% of the city, or actually up to 33%, and 60% of some parts of the city is considered below the poverty level. So if they're going to keep businesses' doors open, you qualify for those loans. The SBA sitting there giving out money. Um, mm -hmm. So if people would have did the necessary steps, you would already had a business on paper. Regardless of being full-fledged as far as like functioning and all that, as long as you got it on paper, you could do something with it. Mm -hmm. But don't nobody, nobody telling them that. Ain't nobody telling them about getting insurance, that you yes, need insurance. you definitely need it. And I just saw a story, it wasn't here, it was like I think in Boston or New Jersey or something, where this guy opened up a sneaker shop and someone robbed a sneaker shop for $30,000 worth of inventory. He did not have, have business insurance. That's a huge setback. Mm -hmm. That can potentially put you out of business. Um, 
So like some of the people are like, you know, hey, uh, yeah, yeah, Whitney can talk about yeah, that too, haven't been taught properly. Um, <clears throat> that can like say him back and then uh, like people were, like comment and stuff like that. He was like, well, y'all don't understand the whole type of thing. I'm like first of all, someone didn't sit you down That's it. and tell you that, hey, before you open your doors, not only you need your security system, but you need that business insurance. That way you can file that claim, get that inventory back or whatever. And sometimes, I have business insurance. Yeah, I do too. I have business insurance. and My business is out of my home, but I have business insurance. Exactly. Um, and what people don't realize is, you know, yeah, taking your cash out payments, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But that need to be linked to your business bank account. Exactly. That money needs to be going mm-hmm. into your business. And I tell people, if you don't have a business bank account, you really don't have a business. You don't. You're, You're actually uh, not operating the way you need to, no. regardless, even if it's a sole proprietorship. And I tell people, okay, main difference between a sole proprietorship, LLC, and the INC is that with a sole proprietorship, you can use the money however you want to. Mm-hmm. But you still, if you're going to grow, you need to... Um, you need to split those funds. I had to know a gentleman who had a sole proprietorship business and he was using all the money for whatever personal reasons and whatever he felt, but he also had people you paying. So then when it comes from payroll, you can't pay nobody. Mm. And I'm like, come on, y'all, y'all doing this wrong. Yeah. The difference between that sole proprietorship and the LLC and the INC is the LLC and the INC are more corporate structures. The, I, the LLC, you can still... Uh, you can um, you're be protected, and then you still have some discretionary uh, ways where you can use the money, but you mm-hmm. need to pay yourself out of it. You don't need to just take money out. Now, you can take withdrawals, but depending on what it's used for, it's not going to count for anything. Mm-hmm. So just go ahead and just sign yourself. Like I tell people all the time, open up your business bank account. You open up two accounts, one for operations, one for payroll. Put your payroll money in there. Pay yourself out of payroll. Mm-hmm. That way you still got money flushing throughout the business. Your cash flow stays mm-hmm. positive. And you can take advantage of whatever opportunity to come. Mm-hmm. The INC, I'm like, man, you better follow every single regulation. You got to follow it. It is. You need to file your all your paperwork with the state. You need to make sure if you're in a regulated industry, you got that paperwork as well. You need to make sure you got all your businesses. You need to make sure you got your good board of directors yeah. because they be pulling uh, corporate... Uh, that's sabotage, but uh, coups. If you got a board of director with your ISC, your business starts to take off, they can fire you from your own business and mm-hmm. you don't have proper uh, bar laws and everything in place. People don't realize it. Uh, oh, no, this is fire. Yeah, I'm sorry, but that's on my little <laughs> tangent right now. Uh, <laughs> but I'm like, that's all the stuff that not, we're not being taught. But we just jump out there and then like, you got people who will try to shortchange, like all that information I just said, People won't do that in the consultation. They'll just do like, okay, you can file with the state and get to LLC or INC and here's your EIN and that's basically it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, I take way more than that. Come on. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you don't even know how to operate mm-hmm. a business. And I tell people, so, you know, even if somebody's telling you, still do your own research. Yes. You still, because you don't even know if they're telling you correct. You're yeah. just going off, oh, well, I think they're right. Mm-hmm. You have you have to research. You it's, it's very, very important. Yes. And I always tell people, if you read it, read it again. If you still don't understand it, ask questions. Mm-hmm. It's just that simple. It's yeah. the same way we teach children. Yeah. Tell me, I, tell you, I spent two grand just on research when I did my first business, because I was jumping into the music industry. I want to know everything about it. And I would read multiple books. And this is me as a college student. 
I did with this. And that's why I know I can tell people to read and research for yourself. Because it was some people that I put money into, like you said, saying that they can teach you this, they can teach you that. And I lost. Mm -hmm. I took a loss. Yeah. I took some major loss. Yeah. I can tell people now from my mistakes, please read and research. Yes. Please, if you're going to run your business, just, just go on and run it the right mm -hmm. way. But then even with that, like, you know, going to like farmers market and stuff like that and getting a license from the health department, people don't even realize how much you got to do that now. And what people don't realize is working from home, your license don't come from the health department. Mm -hmm. It comes from the Department of Agriculture. Mm -hmm. They come out and do your inspection. Yep. They come in your home. Mm -hmm. You have to have a, that's why I tell people, okay, it's cool that people got a business and they don't really know. But when these people come out, you have to have a separate refrigerator yep. that's for business. Mm -hmm. All your business stuff has to be separate yep everything has to be organized labeled yep. it can't be with your home stuff nope. so it it's be. everything is different <laughs> and then when you get a commercial spot oh my goodness Woo. that's next uh-huh that is next so that's next that's the plan that's, for you that's my plan so you are you going to use it as like a bakery slash retail or just bakery bakery okay mm-hmm yeah, because uh, I'll be telling people, like, well, you got to, it depends on, like, you know, what the commercial spot. You got to go into zoning. You mm -hmm. got to pay that fee. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. I had to pay penalty zoning with my home business. <laughs> yeah. So I already know. Yeah, but it's more with <laughs> yeah, the commercials. It is. The prices go up. It is. Um, it was extremely expensive for a home. Uh-huh. Yeah. But that's the thing. That's the that's the cost of doing business. And that's why people don't understand. Like that's why the prices are what they are. Because it's they not are. just to cover that, no. it's to cover all that stuff. Yes. Um, and then every like, year yeah. you're renewing your license. Mm -hmm. Every every year I have to renew my license. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I had some people like I, I have to hit them up because I got like forty something clients that where I'm a registered agent for them. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, hey, you need to pay your what's your call? Are you gonna dissolve? A lot of people don't know that. They get they dissolve. I'm like, uh, yeah, that's two hundred fifty minimum mm -hmm. just to get the same name back. Mm -hmm. You can't file a new name mm -hmm. because you have to do something totally different. Then you gotta go. You gotta change all your paperwork. Everything. Why do all that when it was only fifty dollars to renew? That's it. And I'm like, come on, just stay on top of this stuff. And then yeah, with the with the LLC, if you're a multi-member LLC versus a single member, I mean, you gotta you go from a Schedule C to a Schedule K form. Mm -hmm. It gets way more complicated. Go hire a CPA. Because if lot. you do contracts with the with the state or with the federal government, they're going to want uh, financial documents that have been verified and can be stamped off on. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I won't even be able to get contracts. So it's like, yeah, I'm like, anyway, I can, I can do a whole. I know. I can, <laughs> <laughs> I can do a whole workshop a and all this stuff. It's a lot, but, but if, if if you take the time, mm -hmm. I think a lot of people think is. They want to be exactly where somebody else is, and that don't work like that. No, it don't. We all run our race at a different pace. Mm -hmm. So you have to you have to take your time, and if you take your time and you do it the right way, you'll have less heartache. Yeah, that's why I tell people exactly. So for everybody out there who's going to uh, go back and watch this video, once we're watching it now, um, people want to put in an order if they want to see your work. Where do they need to be directed? Um, I'm on Facebook at Made by Keto. I'm on Instagram at Keto Made by. I'm also on TikTok now at Made by Keto. Um, or you can contact me by email. It's Made by Keto, the number one, the number nine, at yahoo.com. 
and my phone number is 478-221-4023 but don't just be calling my phone <laughs> I had it. it's 478 what? 221 4023 4023 I had somebody post me on TikTok and I just kept getting this little girl kept calling me from Tennessee <laughs> <laughs> y'all stuff look good thank you baby where's your mama you don't call exactly. me eight times <laughs> <laughs> Akita I definitely appreciate your information and energy and everything you bring to the table thank you I can so tell much. that you're uh, very talented Thank you. what you're doing. I can tell the passion comes through too well as well and professional. So definitely thank you for, you know, coming through and stopping by and granting thank me this interview. So um, anytime you want to post, you can post, tag the page and I'll reshare. Okay. I don't mind doing stuff like that. Um, and I'll let you know, you know, different things that I'm doing in the future as well. Okay. Um, like I said, I do host pop-up events and stuff like that. So I'll probably get back on that in uh, the first quarter or whatever, but the only thing I'm doing for the rest of this year is I'm gonna do my annual Christmas party. Okay. Um, I don't know if I wanna have vendors out there or not. I'm thinking about doing it or whatever, but, and, and then I won't, I won't do a pop-up where I have like the same uh, industries mm-hmm. out there. Maybe two at the max, that's it. Yeah. Um, it ain't gonna be like, uh, you go somewhere and be like six of everybody. I'm like, come on, yeah. no, let's not do that. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so yeah, so thank you. I appreciate it. I put thank your information you. in here, and I you know, it. I wish you, you know, more continued success. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and I wish the same for you. I appreciate that. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Andres, and I just want to let y'all know that you know you can become a supporter of the show. We produce a lot of content be putting a lot of great information out there for free um so if you really feel like you have benefited from this and you want to add value to the show become a supporter you do 99 cent a month you can do 4.99 or you can do 9.99 so just uh you know sign up all you gotta do is go to that support bunk uh button uh wherever you uh, see this episode whether you hear it on spotify believe there's links it says become a supporter and there's an anchor link so go ahead and, you know, become a supporter today. Be proud in the fact that we're going to be able to shoot this thing to the moon. <laughs>